This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, as we get going with the new year, what are some of the things around personal finance that we should be in focus on? Wendy De La Rosa is a finance professor here at the Wharton School and joins us to look at some of these areas. Wendy, great to talk with you again. Thanks very much for your time. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you. So as we go into 2024, what is it that, what are the areas that you think are most of on focus that need to be on our mindset as we head into the new year? That's such a great question. And it's the same for me every single year. It is time. Everybody fundamentally understands their financial situation because some might be struggling with the increase in costs, especially food costs over the past couple of years. Others understand, you know, I, I need to change careers or I need to level up. But all of these things take time. Like going into our portal and increasing our retirement allocation takes time. Going in and canceling the subscriptions that you we all know we should cancel takes time. Polishing off our resume takes time. And so the number one thing that I think all of us can do is take a hard look at the calendar and give ourselves a financial health day. Really? That's an interesting concept, almost similar to like if we were taking a vacation day. Right. And listen, we kind of understand this when we think about our house when we're sick, right? We we know we just can't be our best selves at work, so we have to take a sick day. Dozens of papers show that we are not our best selves at work when we're focused on our financial anxieties and our financial stress. And it, it sort of intuitively makes sense, right? When you're sort of taking up so much of your cognitive capacity stressing about whether or not you're going to make ends meet or whether or not you're balancing your checkbook in the right way, you can't bring your best self to work. And so if you're in that situation, I encourage everybody to take a financial health day and say, you know what, in the next two weeks, I'm going to take a day or half a day. And I'm finally going to do the things that I fundamentally know I need to do to improve my financial security. I'm going to sit down and finally remember to go check that 401k account that I had from three jobs ago and roll it into my active brokerage account now, right? Or I'm finally going to open up a college savings account for my kid, a 529 account. I know I should do it. I've been meaning to do it. But again, time is a scarcest resource. I just haven't found the time to do it. So let's take all of us collectively a financial health day to improve our financial security. I guess to a degree, people really need to take stock of, of kind of the situation then to understand whether or not that this is a financial health day or maybe even days and, and spreading this out over the course of, of a week or two to try and tackle a lot of these issues. Yeah. You know, I, I we don't want to overstate what can happen, but you know, I, a couple of years ago ran a nationally representative survey where I asked over a thousand households, what are some things that you could do in the next month to improve your financial security? And then we combed through all of the answers, and it turns out that 92% of people could list three or more actions that they could do in the next month to improve their financial security. Right? Like people fundamentally know what they need to do. And to your point, it may not be done in a day, but in order for us to not get overwhelmed and anxious, right? Because when we start to feel overwhelmed and anxious, we tend to just delay, delay, delay. 
let's just take one step at a time, right? Let's tackle one of those things. And for most things, right, whether it's opening up a checking account, a savings account, figuring out your retirement, opening up a 529, increasing your retirement allocation, canceling subscriptions, finally getting around to creating a budget, for most of those things, you can knock, knock it out in a day or less. And I, I know you've mentioned that also the mindset that people uh, need to have in the first place to take this all on can be a little bit of a challenge that we're not always necessarily wired to do all of these things around finance. Oh, that's such a great point. One of the things that I love to tell people is to realize that we're in a situation where most, I would say almost every company is getting smarter and faster and more efficient at getting you to part with your money faster, right? It's getting easier to go to the store and shop rather than harder, right? It's getting easier to just do one-click pay. And when you're magnifying all of these effects across thousands of companies every day, we have to recognize that the environment is not set up for us to succeed. In fact, our our brains are sort of fundamentally not designed to understand complex ideas such as compound interest, for example, right? And so yeah. give yourself a little grace. I, I think a lot of people feel personal shame and guilt over their financial situation. And I, in order that those are not helpful emotions to drive action, right? So let's yeah. take a deep breath and say, look, like my environment is not set up for me to succeed, but I am empowered to recreate my environment. And I'm going to take this financial health day to set up my environment, right? So maybe for me, if I'm struggling with online shopping, it means turning on an ad blocker. So I just, I'm not even tempted, right? Maybe if, you know, sports betting has become a big thing um, in the yeah. past couple of years. Maybe that means uninstalling that app. But all of these things, right, take time and the recognition that we need to reset our environment to set us up for success. Well, and probably the challenge is that we're moving at such a faster pace right now than maybe we ever have uh, that it's hard to stay on top of a lot of these issues. And that's where things fall through the cracks. And, and in some cases, it'll end up having a financial consequence on, for your for your bottom line. Of course. I mean, I want you to think about we are at sort of this new and exciting scientific age where we have machine learning algorithmic, uh, new algorithms coming out every single day, obviously artificial intelligence. But what that means, right, is that companies are incentivized to get people to spend their money as quickly as possible, are essentially becoming way more effective than they ever have before at a speed in which we have never experienced at getting you to spend. And unless we take stock of that and have that realization and say, okay, I need to, I need to sort of barriers. I need to set a fence so I can have at least some semblance of protecting myself. Willpower can only take us so much, right? Like, um, I, I think there has to be this recognition where when you're training algorithms specifically for the sole purpose of getting people to send, we then have yeah. to help equip people to have a fighting chance against that. And just, you know, white-knuckling it is not going to get us yeah. there. Wendy, great to talk with you. Thanks very much. Great insight. Oh, well, thank you very much. Always happy to be here. Thank you. Wendy De La Rosa, finance professor here at the Wharton School.
To explore more content from the Wharton School, visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. 